Howard. And this is Jay and Jay just say yes. We really did set out with it's going to be once a week. We're definitely going to do it once a week. And then we were like, oh, well, maybe we're not covering enough ground to do it once a week. So maybe it should be every 10 days. But that 10 days slipped into two weeks. And now they just kind of. Life doesn't always go as planned. You know, all we can do is promise to be better, just like our boy Harvey. Oh, Weinstein? Yeah. Oh. We can just promise to be better in the future. Oh. Uh, we apologize for what we've done in the past. If, okay, question for you, Jackie, because you're an actress. If you had to give Harvey Weinstein a handjob mm -hmm. in order to get the lead role in something, what hand are you going to use? <laughs> <laughs> the left hand. <laughs> yeah. No, I wouldn't do it. No. Actually, I don't know. Let's not pretend as if I'm some kind of, like, uh, impervious to pressure. Because, um, you know, I was like, you're in a situation, like, you're hanging out in a group of people. They're all, like, influential. You don't want, like, them all to be like, oh, I'm not working with this woman. You're, like, mm -hmm. trying to make a good impression. You have a few too many drinks. It's an awkward situation, but this guy is, like, three times your size. You just... And I understand why sometimes you suck it up. Because yeah. I, I think that, like... In your life, right, how many sexual partners are you going to have? You're going to have quite a few, all right? And so, and some of them, you're like, oh, wish I hadn't have done that person. But if one of those, oh, I wish I hadn't have done that person, leads you a role in something, that's better than the what everyone else has to offer. Not you personally, I'm just like talking in general. People, everyone has slept with at least one person that they haven't wanted to sleep with, right? And what do you get from that? Maybe your Uber ride paid for home, right? But you sleep with Harvey Weinstein, who you don't necessarily want to sleep with, but I bet you get a good dinner and a nice paycheck from the film that he puts you in. So it's not all bad. In terms of, like, things you could get for being an escort, that's probably better than most. Um, I applied to be a male escort once. Did you? Yeah, me and my friend Nick... Um, we, how old, I must have been like 23, 24, it was when I was living in Tooting, and so I was doing this stand-up malarkey, didn't have a proper job, and I had some like, some money coming in, but nothing amazing, and my friend Nick, you, you, you know Nick, um, he is, he is uh, quite a hit with the ladies, uh, but he is also very good at um, doing some side hustles. And yeah, we went for like this little uh, job interview in a pub somewhere mm -hmm. in South London about being male escorts. Um, I didn't then proceed to become a male escort, but I think he may have gone on like one or two dinner yeah. dates. So you yeah. got approved like after the interview? Oh, of course I got approved. I was yeah. just making sure. I don't I was, know what they were looking for. Yeah, I think I was um, probably the... Um, we, we were both ticking different boxes. Yeah. I was ticking the you can take my virginity box because <laughs> I look about 12 now as a 30-year-old man. Yeah. I looked at 24, yeah, I was, and, and I don't think I'd hit my gym phase yet. Ooh. <laughs> so I was, I was skinny, I hadn't got my braces, I was skinny, buck teeth, bowl haircut, it was, I don't know why I got hired. In fact, I don't know why anyone 
from the age of when I lost my virginity up until the age of 24, why anyone slept with situation. So I would just like to go on record and say that if between the ages of 18 and 24, I put my penis in you, I would A, like to say sorry, and B, like to say thank you. Uh, have you ever... That sounds so creepy. Have you ever been in any awkward situation where a man has pressured you into doing things that you don't want to do. This is not a topic for light conversation, <laughs> you know. This podcast is meant to be kind of light and snappy, and uh, we're about to run into tears territory. <laughs> it's oh. about to be a Jackie therapy session. On that note, we actually uh, did some things of a explicit nature on Sunday evening. Oh, did we ever? <laughs> we did pretty much. But it was it. all consensual, so it's good, y'all. I don't know if it was. <laughs> I don't know if actually I consented to being there. Um, so I have this friend who I met maybe a year ago. We were like extras for like some real estate video. They were trying to like sell some apartment complex. We were in the background just like lounging and being like, oh, look how great it is to live in this complex. So anyway, he's a musician and he messaged me being like, yo, like I'm shooting my new music video. It's a really like creepy twisted concept. One of the scenes is I want to have this orgy scene and I need some couples. Would you and your boy be down? And I was like, uh, yeah, I've always wanted to have an orgy, but this seems like a like nice way to like transition into it without going like full hog. <laughs> Ew, full hog sounds so gross. Anyway, so we agreed to do it. So we show up Sunday evening to this Hold on, wait, apartment. let's talk about you always wanting an orgy. This is, I feel that this is news to me. Well, it's not as if something that's at the forefront of my mind all the time, like, ooh, is today the orgy day? But I just think it's like one of those things you should do before you die. One of those bucket list things. Most people are like, bungee jump. <laughs> jump out of a plane. Those are dangerous. Orgy, less dangerous. Oh, I would say an orgy is more dangerous. No! I feel like people would, like, I would go to, like, a clean, well-planned orgy. Like, everyone needs to be tested. Everyone needs to be using protection and stuff. It would be, so it would be an uh, orgy with strangers. It wouldn't be like a... a responsible ha- orgy. No, but it would be with strangers. That you're, like, your choice of orgy. Like, it wouldn't be a hand-picked, oh, I want him, him, her. You would just kind of show up and be like, oh, well, as long as they're clean. I think the grab bag concept is a little better. You don't want that kind of personal life to be too much intertwined with, like, the rest of your life, I feel. Like, I feel like your sex life, like, it's fine to talk about your sex life with everyone, but, like, you shouldn't be, like... Like a podcast. Yeah. (laughs) Shut up. But you shouldn't be, like, enjoying your sex life with everyone you know. That's a bit much. Once you're out of college, that's a bit much. But I'm not saying that, hey, Dominique, we've been friends for four years, and since the day I met you, I've always thought, if... Someone was going to lick my vagina. I'd want it to be you. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying, like, you wouldn't at least join Tinder or or Bumble and be, like, looking for an orgy partner. And then at least you can can swipe and be like, yeah, I want them, rather than just going in blindfolded, pretty much. I think you should go in blind. I think, yeah, I don't need to justify what I want. I'm not, I'm not asking for <laughs> justifications, I'm just asking. Even when this orgy happens and it's the reason we get divorced, I want to know how it all came to fruition. And it would all, it would be a male orgy? Or they no, would be no, mixed. Mixed orgy. Yeah. And you would just open yourself up? <laughs> not like, oh no. That's Ooh, a, yes, yes I would. <laughs> as in, 
Ah, I don't think I could do a blind orgy. I think it'd be less stressful than doing a planned orgy. I really do. What happens if you get there and there is absolutely no one there that takes your, they your fancy? Leave. You're not obligated to stay. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do at my orgy. If you look around and everyone, you're like, everyone is ugly and I'm not attracted to any of you, then peace out. So you've gone through all that trouble of finding the orgy house, of getting all the other orgy participants Well, there. I'm not organizing the orgy. That's long. I'm joining an already existing orgy. Oh, I just think once a day, you're committed. Hmm. That's it. That's for you to decide when you go to the orgy. You can stay and I'll go. <laughs> In a weird twist of... Okay. Anyway, so we show up to this house. It's in Panorama City, which I had never heard of in the three years I've lived in Los Angeles. And I now know why. It was a... It's a free-for-all. There it, was no sidewalks. There were, there were no pavements. There were just angry people walking on the streets. There were kids running around with, like, without tops and trousers on. There were gated communities with no gates. There were dogs that didn't bark and then there were other dogs that barked too much it was it was it was horrid and and that should have been a lesson i should this shouldn't have been an orgy that i stepped into but it was because once you were there you felt committed and yeah i've said yes i'd already i had to be there had to had to uh, follow through so we walked into the house and it's one of those houses where every room has a different type of flooring carpet. But they were all dirty, which was the <laughs> um, consistency that the house had. So we walk in and there's just some handles on the countertop. So I'm like, well, I'm here. I might as well get drunk. So we had some nice Jack Daniels honey. Mm, it was, yeah. The liquor selection was top notch. I will say that. Um, and then uh, uh, a girl greeted me um, in just her underwear. Mm -hmm. She was like, hi, and then kind of came in for a hug. She came in hot. <laughs> she came in a bit too, a bit too strong. Like, I just, I just stepped into this music video orgy. I wasn't expecting it straight away. Um, but yeah, so the premise of the video is that we, the two, the main guy, uh, he was with his lover. Mm -hmm. They were like kind of lords of the sex party. And the rest of us were also enjoying the sex party, but really enamored by them. And we were, yeah, we were in underwear. Mm-hmm. And masks. The masks were key. Underwear and masks, yeah. And um, I met some... Uh, the other people at the shoot were really, really nice. They were kind of uh, all in a similar boat of, yeah, we've moved to LA to chase our dreams and we're one step closer by doing this low-budget YouTube music video, uh, which I appreciate. They're nice people. Mm -hmm. um, Ready to lend a helping hand. A helping lingerie. A, help, a helping bosom. Yeah. Um, so there were a couple scenes I was involved in. Uh, first, there was like the main girl was kind of lost in herself. And she needed two girls flanking her to also be lost in her. So I did that. And they said we were only going to do it for 30 seconds. But it went on for about three minutes. So I think they were just kind of enjoying all of us uh, arriving. But it was really enjoyable. I was like, maybe I could do an amateur night somewhere. Having met the director, <laughs> I think he was definitely enjoying um, I don't think he will ever be that close <laughs> to that scenario ever oh in his personal life. Um, Lovely guy, but uh, very bookish. Very bookish. Like he was not the person I expected to be directing this music video. No, no. Um, 
And not even like bookish in like a creepy way, just like a little bit like shy. He just looked like an Asian boffin. Let's not be around the I don't bush. know what a boffin is. A boffin is like, you know, the Asian guys that always sit at the front of the class at lunches. <laughs> there's, always, yeah. there's always the Asian guys that were in the front two rows. Not the Filipinos. The Filipinos were at the back. But the Chinese and the Japanese, front two rows. He was one of them. And his little um, directing assistant, I fucking hated her. She she shouted every instruction, even though it was only a room of like eight people. Uh, and she kept on calling us, or the, can the extras, can the featured extras? And it's like, can you stop calling me featured extras? Can you just say, guys, that are here for the scene? Because we are the only ones in the room. Or you could say, everyone <laughs> apart from Ben. Like, they were just, uh, I, I couldn't stand But her. the thing that kills me is I hate the term featured extras. Like, I know I'm just an extra. Stop trying to make me seem like, like trying to make me feel important. Um, I'm not featured any more than any of the other extras. And then the, the scenes that uh, we were both involved in, we were involved in two scenes as mm -hmm. well. There was one where we just kind of had to pay homage to this main guy and the girl by um, making a circle around them, all of us being on our knees mm -hmm. as we stroked and caressed their semi-naked bodies. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, as if we were worshipping them, like they were our idols. Yeah, I had a lot of her bum, like, in <laughs> my face. Uh -huh. uh, and I felt really uncomfortable. Yeah? Yeah, I felt uncomfortable. A, because it wasn't a proper orgy. So, like, how far can you go? Right. And B you were two people next to me, um, only two people away. And mm -hmm. it's like, well, how far can I take this? Because you are also Ooh. here. So why everyone was, everyone was rubbing up on her arm. Some people were pulling her hair. I think some people had grabbed her ass. Um, she was wearing knee-high boots. Mm -hmm. And I, I grabbed the top of her knee-high boot. And I just kept on moving it down and then pulling it back up. <laughs> moving it down. And pulling it back up. Um, and at one point, she grabbed my hand. Like, she interlocked her fingers uh -huh. with my finger. And she moved them up. And she, she made me pull her hair. Uh -huh. As to say, don't be scared, little boy. I'm, I'm in this. I'm in this. Um, and I, I do feel that, like, she kept on kind of giving me the eye. And at Ooh. one point, when we were doing the rubbing, she was then also, like, doing a bit of rubbing back to me. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And it was... Uh, then when we did our other scene where we everyone everyone was paired up, everyone was coupled off, um, me and Jackie being the only real couple. Mm -hmm. However, if you look back at the footage, you would think that we were the, the fake couple. Yeah, legit. Everyone else, I'm telling you, everybody, well, not everybody, but the majority of people aside from you who are at this music video want to go to an actual orgy. I think I think if we had stayed long enough yeah. after when the cameras had wrapped then we would have been at said orgy or everyone else would have been doing an orgy and I would have just been in the corner brushing her shoes. <laughs> um, but yeah, main girl um, said to you, oh, is, is that your man? Mm -hmm. And when you said, yeah, she did do. She gave you a bit of a side eye. I have to say, oh, mm. too oh. bad for Main Girl. Too bad for Main Girl. I could have given her the best foot massage, probably. Um, <laughs> could have really organised her shoe collection. <laughs> but it, 
all in all, it was. I really enjoyed it. I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Um, I wish I'd been drinking more. Mm. I had to. I had to drive, um, so I only went slightly over the limit. Um, <laughs> no, but I think sometimes it's nice to be in that scenario where like everyone is getting a bit weird so like you can get weirder than you would if it was just you on your own so you're like jackie i really want you to give me a lap dance i would feel so awkward because like it's just us two like i don't know it would make me feel really uncomfortable but in that scenario i was like really comfortable i was like mm, i'm sexy i'm performing we were driving the other day and we passed a strip club and the tagline was that they give 30 minute lap dances which is too long. That's too long for a lap dance. That's really, that's 10, that's like 8 to 10 songs. Yeah. What do you do for all that time? I don't know, but um, have I ever told you about the worst lap dance that I've ever, ever had in you my life? Tell me. Um, so me and, get ready for this name drop, uh, Dynamo, uh, he's, a, he's a magician at home. He's quite big. Um, we were, um, <laughs> we went out in Common Garden and we met these uh, two Irish guys. They were brothers and they were both, apparently, they were both millionaires but through, like, separate entities, right? Mm -hmm. And and Dynamo um, started, uh, he always carries a pack of cards on him. Sounds like I'd love him. Um, <laughs> yeah, referred to last week's show uh, <laughs> for Jackie's hatred of magicians. Uh, he always carries a pack of cards and he started doing, like, tricks for, for them and he was making straws levitate out of their glasses and all shit like that. Uh, out of their drinking glasses. That just there. sounds like physics. <laughs> cool physics, though. Okay, like, well, kind of cool physics. Bill um, Nye the science guy. <laughs> yeah. And he, uh, these two brothers are like, guys, we don't want the night to end here. Come on, we're going to take you to a strip club. So we're like, okay. And it's like a Tuesday, right? It was like a Monday or a Tuesday. And I feel that um, strippers must have a hierarchy on, like, the days that they work, right? So the best strippers probably work your Fridays and Saturdays. Like, they're your Premier League strippers. And then, like, your championship strippers, like, maybe a Thursday. Mm -hmm. And then your lower leagues, Wednesday, Tuesday, mm -hmm. Monday, whatever. So it was a Monday, Tuesday. So they were proper Division Two strippers, right? So we, we sit down and these um, two brothers order two bottles of champagne. Um, and so the champagne come, comes over. And with the two bottles of champagne, the, the strippers, like, they, were, they swarmed like bees mm -hmm. just around, around these bottles and around us. So they were all sitting around us and everything like this. And I'm talking to this, this girl. I don't know where she was from. But you know those people whose gums are bigger than their teeth? I am aware of those people, yes. She was one of those. Mm. Not attractive. Like, it's not a good start. Um, I don't know what it's called, but, like, I don't like it. Right? And that's I, that's fair to say. Fair to say. That's fair. There, there, are, there, are, there are things about people that other people don't like. Some people don't like me because I'm blonde. Some people might not like me because I'm white. I don't like the people that have got the little teeth and the big gums. Like, Will I Am. I'd never kiss Will I Am. And not because he's. But what if he promised to let you produce? No, not with his teeth. No, I'm not. I'm not doing it. Nope. Um, so she had, yeah, she had the little teeth, big gum syndrome thing going on. And they gave her thirty quid, and they were like, "Go on, mate." Uh, or not, they didn't call him mate. They said to me, "Go on, mate. Go on. Go have the time of your life." They said to her, 
go give him the time of his life. And it was the time of my life. However, it was the worst time of my <laughs> life, right? Because she, she was not she was not attractive, not only because of her, her mouth, like just all over, really. Um, and then she started dancing and I didn't realise that when you go to the back rooms, mm-hmm. like it's fully naked. Mm. Um, so like her knickers came off and she put one of her, her feet on my on my shoulder. Which I didn't like either, because I felt that she was really invading my personal space. Oh, the audacity the, of her. How dare she, the cheek. Um, and then she like, started fingering herself, right? And she was like, do you like this? And in my head, I was like, no, not, not really. And I was really waiting for the song to end, for this nightmare scenario to be over. But it was like the longest song in the world. It was like the, the extended version of Bohemian Rhapsody or something like that. It was 12, it was 12 oh minutes gosh. of torture. And it finished. She's like, I'll like you. I'll give you another one. And I said, uh, I was like, no, no, I, it's fine. She's like, no, for free. And I was like, I don't want to take money out of your pocket. Um, we're fine. And I walked back and I, I must have looked um, like traumatized. Uh-huh. And they looked at me, but they, they saw the traumatization as like, wow, he must have like just bust the biggest nut. And they were like... <laughs> Gave, giving me high fives. Oh, it was, it was awful. And I couldn't imagine that for 30 minutes. Like, I don't know. I, I think maybe like a 10-minute dance. Yeah. And then, like, give me a massage for 20 minutes or something. Like, get some kinks out, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and, and not even, like, not a hand job massage. Like, a proper, like... like a real massage. I just... Oh, my shoulder's a bit sore or whatever. Like, to me, 10 minutes of boobs in my face and then a 20-minute massage... That's, that's a good evening. <laughs> that's a good night. That's something that, uh, yeah, these strip clubs should take into consideration. Let's kind of go backwards from, like, the massage parlor handjob thing to, like, the handjob massage parlor yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Incorporate a little a little light body work. Like, yeah, that's, that's what I'm asking for. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so we did that music video. Um, what else have you done this week? The next night, I went to one of the deadest parties of my life. It was a real come down from a... From Orgyville. Yeah. So I'm becoming a little bit vain, and these people offered to give me a free pack of hair extensions if I came to their stylist appreciation party and was a host slash model. However, you do not need a host if your party consists of maximum 10 people at any given time. But the best part was they had this brilliant idea where they were like, we're going to do a live video stream from one of our factories. Now, I don't know if you've ever seen any documentary about a sweatshop, but that is essentially what we watched for 45 minutes. It was, like, this Asian woman, because the factory was in China, and she had, like, this phone, and, like, half of the screen was half of her face, and the other half was, like, these workers, like, belaboring in this sweaty factory. She couldn't talk to any of the workers, because they all have to wear earplugs, because the machinery is so loud. They're all sweating. She showed us, like, across the way, there's the dormitories where they all live. So they never get to leave this, like, square mile of space. They work from 7.30 to 10.30, six days a week, which probably that means they work seven, and she was trying to soften the blow. It was horrible, but they made it seem like, you get to find out where the hair is made. This is great. And I just left being like, can I donate to you instead? Like, I don't need to buy your products or get it for free. I need to send money to these poor sweatshop laborers. But... Did you take the hair extensions I that they offered the you? I did take the hair extensions. <laughs> but you know what? It's a long game. With these hair extensions, I can take some really great photos, mm-hmm. which will help further my career in entertainment, mm-hmm. so that I can make more money, mm-hmm. 
and then be in a position to donate to such sweatshop workers. I like I like that long game. Mm-hmm. So it's everyone's long game. Like when I was catering at a church the other day, it was like this fancy church banquet dinner, and part of the prayer was like, Lord, please let this food nourish our bodies so that we can help give to those who are less fortunate to us than us. Which surely then you would just give the food to those less fortunate than you. Why are you why do you have this middleman step? Of eating filet mignon so you can donate old canned beans to the homeless. Because homeless people wouldn't appreciate the filet mignon. They sure would. Like, they don't have teeth. They like eat a soft the... meat. Ah, uh, true. Mm-hmm. No. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> they need a soft meat. No. What? Are you give them some tough meat they can't chew? No. They have beans. Refried beans. <laughs> that's what homeless people love. Like, it's a fact. <laughs> that's what they love. That's what they love. That's, what, that's why they're always, it's always given up. Oh, okay, true. Yeah. I didn't realize we'd done some market yeah. research and focus groups. Yeah, 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 yeah. What yeah. would you most like to see come through these uh, food drives? Beans. Beans. Well, like, you don't want to get cold meat. Like, cold meat is horrible, isn't it? Like, you can't warm it up anywhere. Or I'm just saying, I think you're bad-mouthing the Christians. <laughs> I know. You're really standing up for the Christians. I'm which stand- surprises me. standing up for the Christians. Oh, yeah? Yep. Because I eat his um, body and I drink his clothes. <laughs> people, people just do super selfish things, um, but write it off with the fact that I'm. But I'm doing this selfish thing so that in ten years' time mm. I can do one non-selfish yes. thing. They're like everyone manages to justify it somewhere. It's like parents, isn't it? Like if they find out you're selling drugs, they're like, you shouldn't sell drugs. But then you're like, but mum. I can pay the rent this month. And she's like, Go on. All right, but be careful out there. <laughs> you know, everyone everyone is living for themselves, yeah, really. Yeah. Do you think people are inherently, like, self... In, like, what's the debate? Like, whether altruism really exists or whether everyone's, like, born just, like, caring about themselves? I think, I think it's a combination of both, right? Because um, I'm not speaking as a parent. Mm-hmm. But I know that I think I think I think that's the turning point, right? I think until you have a child, you are selfish mm-hmm. and you are very much kind of living for for you, right? Mm-hmm. And then when you have a child, I think you become slightly less, you become selfless, mm-hmm. um, and then you start kind of living for that child, and it's someone that you're providing mm-hmm. for, and you are doing you are doing selfish things, but you're then doing selfish things for that person. Um, so it's still kind of selfish, but it's selfish just for one other person. So I would say, actually, in general, most people generally are selfish, and then every so often they'll do things to help others. Mm. Um, but like the argument in my psychology class, I remember is like you do those things to help others just because it makes you feel good. So it, like in a way, it is still selfish because like yeah, of course. It what well, like, is that? Is that is that whole Christian thing, isn't it? Like. I'm doing good so I, I get can into get heaven. into heaven. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and then so that, therefore, is a very selfish attitude. So actually, if you don't believe in good or bad, or you don't believe in uh, afterlife or anything like that, and you mm. and you do do things just to help people, then cool. But also, I know some people help other people because it makes them feel better about themselves, yeah. which then, in turn, is a selfish act. So I think you are always going to be... I think the root cause of everything mm-hmm. is somewhat selfish Self, for, yeah. for everything. Yeah, Like when you're given an opportunity, 
okay? And you also know that it's good for other people as well. I think people are far more hesitant to share that opportunity if they are taking part in it also themselves for the fear of, well, but what happens if I introduce this opportunity to someone and they get it and I don't? But if an opportunity arises that you can't benefit from, Mm -hmm. then people are so quick to be like, yo, bro, I saw this, you should do that, you should do that, you should do that. Because then the opportunity doesn't become competition. And I think as soon as competition is involved, I think that's when you realise how selfish people Mm -hmm. actually are. I helped a woman. That's not a selfish act. Nope. Um, I was walking the dog. And I saw um, this woman uh, just kind of talking, and I couldn't see who she was talking to, so I thought, oh, maybe she's on a hands-free or something, and I walked past and I saw that woman, and then I looked to my left and I saw another lady that had um, kind of either climbed up something and couldn't get down, or had started higher up and was on her way down, but then got stuck. But either way, this woman was just kind of stuck in some rocks. Um, on a hike that I was yeah. that I was on with the dog, and she said, "Oh, excuse me, can you can you help me, please?" And she was a a, a rather rotund lady. Mm-hmm. She was she was quite big, and I thought, I don't know if I can help you. I can give you some moral support. I'm gonna be like, "Come on, you can do it. Just all you gotta do is put your foot there, jump." I could do that. That's uh-huh. that's fine. So is that what you did? But I couldn't catch her. Um, I did like a combination of both okay. because. You know, have you ever seen Robin Hood Men in Tights? No. Okay. There's one scene that um, I think it is Little John. Um, and Little John in that is actually quite big. Is Little John in Robin Hood? I think so. Yeah. So Little John in Robin Hood Men in Tights is actually really big. And they're fighting in like a little a lake mm-hmm. that is knee high. Right? Okay. And he falls in it. He's like, I'm drowning. Yeah, and he's like, I can't swim, I can't swim, I'm drowning, I'm drowning. And Robin is like, stand up. And he's like, I can't stand up, I'm drowning, I'm drowning. Mm-hmm. And that's what this lady was. Mm-hmm. This lady was no higher than a foot above <laughs> ground. And she could have easily just jumped backwards. Yeah. But she was so petrified that she couldn't she couldn't do that. Right. Um so she was facing she was facing me. So I told her to like turn around yeah. because it's easier to go down kind of backwards, right? right? She's like, I can't, I can't, I can't. And I was like, no, come on, you can. So then she turned around and that was a, like a little bit of a mistake because then her bum was just very much in my face. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I grabbed one of her legs yeah. and she started screaming, like just <laughs> absolutely batshit screaming. I was like, it's okay. She's like, no, you're going to make me fall. I'm like, it's not okay. And I was like, it's fine. And I grabbed her leg and I put it down to like, the next little little step. Yeah. And then she was kind of like reaching her hand out to me, but she was then clawing back at the stones at back right. of the mountain and she couldn't. So the only place that I could put my hand to like support her was, was on her bum cheek. So I kind of like placed placed my hand but very flat. Okay. Because I think if if my hand was still like slightly arched right. or cupped then it's a grope, right? It's a grope. Then I'm then I'm groping it. I'm I'm helping her, but I'm groping. Then I'm Ben Affleck, right? right? I, I don't want to be Ben Affleck, don't right? Want that. So like I my Matt Damon. my hand my hand very flat, and it was like kind of on her bum, and her friends filming all of this, <laughs> right? So then I'm thinking, oh shit, now I'm gonna get now they got me on camera. Yeah, now I'm gonna catch a case. So then then I swiftly moved my hand and like kind of like grabbed her other leg, and I, and then I I just kept on telling her jump jump. She's like, I can't, I'll hurt myself, I'll hurt myself. 
And I say, jump, jump. And then I'm getting animated. So then the dog starts barking <laughs> at this lady that is up in these mountains while her friend is just filming, cracking everything yeah. up. And then eventually I just pulled her. Like, <laughs> I just yanked her that she had no choice but to jump. Uh-huh. And she got down and everything was fine. And she gave me a hug. And, and it was nice. That's a nice resolution. And they and they went on their merry little way. And then also on the same hike, um, I I met these um, this Chinese couple, mm-hmm. um, old maybe like in their sixties, right? Aww. And lovely, couldn't speak like more than three words of English in a row, right? Mm-hmm. But let me tell you, Donald Trump has got these non-Americans. Fucking scared. Um, was they they told me like I had a lovely dog. Um, for the I don't want to sound racist, but I'm gonna impersonate their accent. And they're like, ah, ah, lovely dog, dog, ah, dog, dog, lovely, lovely, ah, dog, dog, lovely. Like they did that. And I was like, oh yeah, he's nice. I was like, he's good with people, not so much other dogs. And we were we were talking, and they were kind of stringing some sentences together, Mm -hmm. and I was doing that whole English thing of just speaking louder. (laughs) <laughs> because the louder I speak, then maybe the more they'll understand me, right? So I'm just speaking louder. And then uh, I asked them where they were from. And they both looked at me, like, they looked at me in kind of, in fear. And then they looked at each other, and then they looked back at me, and they were like, oh, from LA, we from LA. And I was like, oh, okay, are you sure? And he was like, yeah, we America, we America, we America. <laughs> I said... Okay, I was like, cool. I was like, oh, I'm like, nice, good. Like, you live close to here? Yeah, yeah, in LA. We live in LA. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, sick, nice, good. And then the wife said, you America? And I was like, oh, no, I'm from England. I'm from London. And she was like, oh, London. He from China. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, as soon as I wasn't an American, then they were like, oh, okay, well, he's not, he's not one of those bad ones. We can actually reveal where we are from. Like, it was some, like when Ricky Martin like, came out that he was word. gay. <laughs> like, it's not a surprise. Yeah. Ricky, we all knew. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's been, it's been an eventful week. Good, man. Um, it's been